Because I remember jumping around as them cutting shit up. Yeah. You could play as a Jedi. What what mach- what console was that on? It was on PC. Actually, PlayStation. Sorry, it was PlayStation. I never played it. You know, maybe I played it on PlayStation like years ago. Mm-hmm. That's the original PlayStation. I never game. owned one. I never owned a Star Wars game. I'm just still flabbergasted. This will be my first one. That's, <laughs> that's great. I'm very. I, I want to be here for it. This will all be good. What do you, you you have like an expression on your face? I'm trying to talk about this new game, and we're talking about <laughs> fucking PS1 games. Um, let's. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Emergent Gamer Podcast, number 207, brought to you by the Emergent Game. Nope, the OG Podcast Network. OGPodcastNetwork.com. It's the Emergent Gamer Podcast, brought to you by the Emergent Gamer, Gamer Podcast. Podcast crew. We did, in fact, finance our own show. We paid for all this shit. You're looking at it. You're looking at it. Um, I'm Neo Ayoshi, uh, joined by Felix Hergood today. What's up, Felix? Hey, hey how you doing? And today we have a special guest. Bruce Grimm in the house. What's Bruce up, guys? Grimm. Good to have you back. Thank you. Thank you. You have such a uh, foreboding name, dude. It's, it's all right. It's a pretty it's badass right. thing. It's, you, it's, it's a big cuddly teddy bear. You sound like a video game character. Name. I appreciate that. It's like 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 they would name like the protagonist like that, and no, he's, he's like, like he, an undead like, no, like good guy. Oh, yeah, okay. or he's like the, Hollow Knight or something. He's the villain in Devil May Cry Five. He's the villain <laughs> who wins. Or or he's a Bruce, a Bruce Grimm is oh Bruce Grimm is like a villain in. Um, the Adventures Yaku- of Grim and Mandy. Yakuza. <laughs> or whatever that... The Yakuza's good, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'd be a villain in Yakuza. But he's like, he's like not Japanese. Like he was brought in from like Eastern yeah, Europe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, that makes, that's he's cool. like, I must break. Well, like, I was going to say, I was going to say, it's like Bruce a play Grimm. on, you know, Japanese and Chinese people never got along really, you know, because well, of World War II. Well, let's not make sweeping generalizations. No, but what I was going to say, World War II. Oh, Bruce, sure. That's okay. not a false So idea. like, like okay. Bruce Grimm cool. is like, uh, like a Chinese like play on Bruce Lee. Okay. That's that's not like that. Okay, and they and and he's a villain. Never mind. Well, we got a short show for you today because today is Game of Thrones Day, y'all. We're very excited to have that show back. We all are. So we're going to talk about um, the new Star Wars news. Uh, Bruce Grimm here has played Battlefield Firestorm. Yes. Um, But before that, Felix. Yes. What would you like to discuss? What would you like to talk about? Well, I had a pretty busy week of multiple couch co-op. Scenarios. I saw. I pop, I was popping uh, into your stream this yep. week a lot. Yeah, yeah. I did some couch co-op. I did some online Felix and Friends as well. I did a Felix and Friends sh- stream for Division Two on Saturday morning. Nice. Uh, where I played with uh, Artemis Joe and a couple other people. Um, we had a good time. And then I also played. Um, so my couch co-op streams this week uh, resulted in me. I finally got my broadcast headset. Did I talk about? Nice. We we talked about it a lot last week. Mm-hmm. Yes. Did I talk about how involved it was actually getting them finally? Did I have them at that moment? No, you didn't. You said they were on their way at that okay. time. Okay, so yep. weird, strangest fucking thing. The day I was supposed to receive them, which was this past Monday, I get a fucking message from UPS that says that these fucking things were heading to Victoria, British Columbia. What? Yeah, randomly. What? And I went, what the fuck? But I right. looked I looked in the app, and it said that the scheduled place where they're going to be delivered was fucking Wynwood. You know? Sure. And so I'm, like, thinking in my head, like, I'm going to go over, and I'm going to go get my head headset or whatever. 
And so anyway, so I go over there and, you know, I went on my lunch or whatever. And I walk into the place and um, I go to the guy. I'm here to pick up a package. He goes, what's the name? I'm like, Felix Hergood. He goes in the back. He's like around this like alcove. (laughs) He goes, Hergood. Felix? And I'm like, yeah, it's me. He comes walking out with a package. You put your name Felix Hergood on your shipping? No, I'm editing for the goddamn oh, show. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm like, that's a weird thing to yeah. put on your... I okay. do actually, uh, on some like stuff like you know, like ordering food and stuff, Yeah, I always put Felix Hergood. Cool. Nice. Right. Yeah, I've been doing that for years. Felix Hergood is just my... Your my, persona. My fake name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so he be. comes out and he goes, yeah, here's your package. He comes out. It's beat up. Right, and I'm like, the package looks like like Ace sh- Ventura was your delivery right. man. <laughs> like, well, didn't make it to Victoria, British Columbia. Man. Yeah, and they uh, they come out with it and they drop it, and I'm staring at it, and I'm like expecting a scan or a identification or something. Mm-hmm. The guy says nothing to me. He's like, "Go ahead, man," and I'm like, "Wait, you're not going to ask me for my tracking number? You're not going to?" I didn't say that, but I was like, "Okay," took my package and I fucking left. And I'm dazed getting in the car. I'm like worried that the package isn't even really my shit. Like (laughs) there's a bunch of stuff I'm worried about. I'm still up until today, still getting notifications from UPS that the goddamn package is still there and I need to pick it up. Literally, I think the people that worked in that they never UPS outgoing scanned it. Yeah. I, th- I think yeah. they were just fucking tied up in the back, and the three people that I talked to were robbing the place. That's all I can figure. <laughs> wow! Like it makes no fucking sense. Next we have, we have no way to confirm that. By the yeah. way, we don't have any confirmation. No way this is confirm. not us shitting on UPS at all. I mean, I'm sure. I mean, I work. I work yeah, there. Sure I can, can. shit yeah. on all I want. I mean, he's a former employee. That's true. Yeah. But anyway, so it was a good week. I got the broadcast headset. When I first set it all up, it's really Looking cool good. because uh, if you look at some of my VODs, mm-hmm. you'll see that I can just stand up. The cables are long enough to like just yep. walk completely off camera. Mm-hmm. So they're long enough um, to give people kind of leeway, which is great because when I have four people over for Couch Co-op, two are in the back, two are in the front, nobody oh, nice. has to get up. Now, thanks to Trab, my buddy Trab, shout out to Trab. Trab came over for one of the couch co-ops, and when he came over, because he watched me use it one day by myself. I was just by myself, no couch right. co-op. He didn't like the fact that I wasn't monitoring in my headset. So he basically said, I'm going to come over and I'm going to set it up so that you have monitoring. Like right now, I'm monitoring my voice. I can hear myself in here, so I know how loud I am. I know what I sound like, right? And that's really important to be able to like test levels of multiple people that might be sitting next to me, especially if they, they're not skilled with a microphone. Mm-hmm. So he comes over and within a couple of minutes, he, he realized I had all the cables. I had bought all these extra cables and I had enough to like set up the, the signal flow scenario. Mm-hmm. So by the end of it, him and me and uh, Dabi Tafu, who you know, mm-hmm. yep, um, him and me and Dabi Tafu, were, it was almost like we were sitting in a helicopter. Like yeah, that's t- talking as we were pl- awesome. as we were couch coping. That's cool. So when you come over, the experience like if you come over to do a couch co-op, or if I finally get one of the members of the Emergent Gamer to come over and do one, yeah. we'll do it. We'll like, do it. Like you, one day, you uh, you'll really have an awesome time. Like like I think the headsets uh, are not uh, a, like as bad as you think they would be. 
Neo. Okay. Uh, I'm, they, gonna, look, they, I'm willing to give it a try. They didn't hurt. I'm willing to give it a try. They're yeah. stretchable, so you can, like, you know, I'm not saying that we need to use them for the show. In fact, I have all that shit wired up over there. I don't know if I want to unplug it anytime soon. But or like, you're, if you're going to have to do it, like, every time you, yeah, we have yeah, the show, yeah. you know? So I might just leave it all wired up and then pick up some extra ones or, yeah. or maybe one day try it and then rewire it back up. But like, but it was dope. Um, so Trav brought over for the couch co-op a really awesome $15 uh, Nintendo Switch game that I ended up buying at the end of the session. So what there's game? A, there's a game called Ape Out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Never heard of it. The game is outstanding. So yeah, it, give, us a, give us a brief rundown. So the it. brief rundown is it's above you. You're an ape that breaks out of a cell, and then you just have to murder, like, various types of soldiers that are trying to shoot you and kill you. <laughs> and it's kind of a roguelike. You don't earn things, but when you die, um, you, it's, it, they say it's, like, almost rogue, mm-hmm. roguelike. So you, like, die, and then you, you go start, back. Yeah. You don't go to the very beginning right. of the game, but you go back to the beginning of the level. So sure. maybe it's not. I don't know if that's considered a roguelike, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, he described it as rogue almost like. Okay. Um, but it has a really amazing, like, 1950s beatnik, like, horns and, like, snare drum soundtrack. Oh, that's cool. And with cymbals. And every single time you throw somebody and break them into a thousand pieces against the wall... A symbol crashes. So the more you do it, more symbols crash. So it's got that like free flow jazz yeah, cool. feel going yeah, on. Yeah, it's got like a. That's cool. And then it goes. And then, no, yeah. but then it goes. Yeah. When you like smack a dude against the wall, when you do a <laughs> bunch of them, it's just like. You know, it's like crazy. So it sounds like That's you're cool. like making the soundtrack happen as it you're like, like doing it. It sounds like one of two things. Not only are you making the soundtrack, but that you're making art with it because when you. Sp- smash a dude against the wall he breaks into a thousand pieces and there's blood spatter everywhere that's cool so yes, it, it, like it, a jackson pollock yeah <laughs> exactly we were saying that because they use different colors for the blood per level like oh, one cool. level your blood is like blue and the next level your blood is like orange bright red you know different yeah, colors yeah. so it de- does start to have this feel this aesthetic of like a painting as you're playing it's like it's super cool that's it's, neat yeah, Ape Out is really cool. Pick it up. It's only fifteen bucks. Nice. in uh, the Nintendo. Yeah, I've been hearing a lot, of, a lot of good buzz about it. Yeah, and it, all, that, yeah. it reminds me very much of like playing if like if ten, twen, Quentin Tarantino made a Switch game. <laughs> okay, like yeah, 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 this, that's fair. this would be a Quentin Tarantino Switch. That's game. cool. Yeah, so I did that. Uh, I just did you know Ape Out, and we also played Crawl. I don't know if you know about Crawl. I've heard of that. I bought this is one that Trab brought over like a while ago. But Crawl's been on my Nintendo Switch for a while. We played it before, just him and I. This time around, it was me, Dabby Tafu, and Trab. Three people playing it. The way it works, it in in terms of like the style of the game, it looks like old Gauntlet, like mm-hmm. okay, um, but kind of like isometric. Okay. Um, well, not kind of like isometric. Kind of like I don't know what that angle is. Diablo angle, like the Diablo uh, isometric angle. No, very much like Enter the Gungeon. So like a. It's so, like Enter the Gungeon. Yeah, okay. So yeah, that's okay. like like the old school Zelda games, how they yes. kind of yes, have just that. like yeah, that. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So Crawl is kind of like Evolve in terms of how it plays. Uh, three players. It's a four-player game. Three players are the villains who are trying to kill the hero, and one person's the hero. And when you kill the hero as a villain, you become the hero. And it's all points, just like an old arcade game. Okay. Um, but you roam... 
around using environmental traps and things like that that you, as a ghost, you inhabit. So when you're the bad person, you inhabit as a ghost. There's also these pentagrams on the ground that if you go into as a ghost, you come out as some kind of like demon creature, uh, which is pretty cool. And the neat thing is, is if there's only two of you, the two other spots are inhabited by computer players that play just like real players. Cool. If yeah, if you're That's uh, neat. yeah, if so, we were playing. It was three of us. The computer actually took us through the boss fight and wow. won the okay. boss fight for us. Which while we were the boss. Oh, okay, okay. So it's right. so it's the game is so fucking weird like that. But it's called Crawl. I don't know how much that costs on the Nintendo Switch. Okay, mm. I think I might have bought that for like what's like the 10, um, 10, 15 bucks. The uh, art factor in it. Like, what does it look like? Just like old school Gauntlet. Okay, cool. That's the kind of pixel pixelation you're dealing with. Gotcha. Like, okay. if this game came out in 1984, it would in the arcade, it would be the greatest game ever. Like, wow, it would, have, would have been the most popular game. That's cool because it has that like style to it. Mm-hmm. From that, we got to go. That's neat. Look at that. Yeah, well, yeah. See, that seems like a pretty cool like multiplayer. I could show you these yep. right after we're done on my Switch. Oh, there's no time. Oh yeah, so Game of Thrones. Game, Game of Thrones. Thrones? <laughs> Come on, I'll, I'll show you another week. Yeah, for sure. All right, I'm I'm done. That's all I did. Cool. All week. cool. Uh, well, I'll talk briefly about what I did. I uh, after our discussion last week on um, difficulty in games, we had a nice like little discussion on like you know should we, mm-hmm. you know, cater to uh, you know games different people. accessibility accessibility and that whole discussion anyway. Um, so I did get Sekiro Shadows <laughs> Die Twice, and oh, my God, is that game difficult? Even like so my guess from is the very beginning, your shadow died more than twice. I died a whole yes. lot, and like it got to the point where like it was saying, "When you die too much, like you have a penalty that blah 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 blah." And I'm like, "Oh, okay, or well, there that is." <laughs> and then I died a lot again after that, and then a cutscene occurred, and and like it like took me to a different part of the game, and I was like, "Is that supposed to happen? Are you like supposed to die in this spot like a whole bunch of times?" I couldn't figure it out. Um, I mean, that's how Bloodborne worked. Kind of, right. yeah. Did it take you back or forward? It took me to like a cutscene, and it brought me back to like the beginning of the game. Okay. But like, I could still go back to where I was. Like, it didn't like block me off or anything and make me start all the way over. But it was like, hey, I want to tell you about these other skills that you can gotcha, unlock gotcha, or whatever. Okay. Um, is it a linear path or is it an open world? It is. If you ever played like Bloodborne or Dark Souls, the way yes. the way their their map design is actually really cool. I really like how they do it. It's not open world per se, where you got like those big open giant yep. spaces, yep. but you have these paths that converge, and you'll get forks in the road, and then you'll unlock a shortcut that gets you back to an earlier spot in the game, and you get these like you you unlock these like like lanterns in yep. like Dark uh, in Dark Souls and Bloodborne that are like checkpoints almost. Yep. So when yep. you die, you can start back and teleport from point to point. Um, but the level design is really cool because they take you through these winding pathways full of enemies and secrets and all kinds of stuff. And then you'll go, oh, this is a shortcut that opens a gate back to where I was. Gotcha. Cool. And now you can, in the future, bypass all that mm-hmm. if you don't want to take that Understood. long path. Okay. Yeah. Um, you don't level up like you do in like Dark Souls and Bloodborne. Uh, there's none of that. Um, they do have like a skill tree they're, they're presenting you with. And when you level up, you just put points into skills. Um, and there's like a like a tree that you can fill. Okay. Out. So something like old school, like Diablo two, and no, there's no gear. You're not okay. messing with any like kind of gear on your persons. Um, your arm, which is like a mechanical arm, yep. you can I put. Saw that in the yeah, trailer. you can put like different um skills you can swap in and out of um on them, and uh, some some are useful against certain enemies, which I learned because yep. I died to these wooden shield dudes really quickly. I was like, how am I supposed to get through these guys? And then they killed me, and then I found a part. Uh, 
that I could put on my my arm that was like a big like axe. It was mm-hmm. like an axe, so I could cut through these wooden shields. Nice. So I was like, cool. So now I can kill these guys easier. That's cool. That's cool. Um, the combat's brutal. Uh, you you beat up some you beat up guys enough with your sword. You get into like these really cool like takedown scenes. So it's really really brutal, really brutal uh, action. But they're also equally as brutal to you. Um, <laughs> I've only played about I want to say like three or four hours of it. And my God, I don't think I've made like a dent in like what you're supposed to be doing in the game. Wow. I haven't even gotten Crazy. to the first boss yet. Um, but is that to the is. Oh, I suck at it. But is there so much, <laughs> but is there so much of that that it doesn't for instance okay, think of my context just for a second. Sure. So my context is if I do a four and a half hour stream and you and don't make any progress seemingly accomplish yeah. nothing, mm-hmm. is that gonna be worth it to me to do to an audience? Because I won't right. fucking play it to an audience if that's true. Right. Because Gimme Got a War mode, which I've brought up numerous times on right. the show, I right. won't play on stream, not because I can't do it, but because I don't want to do it for two and a half hours if I'm not going to get out of the tutorial right. in three streams. It took me three streams, and I still hadn't got out of the tutorial. Yeah, that's brutal. That's a waste of my audience's time. I yes, Honestly, I don't know, Felix. I, I, I just don't want to waste my audience's time. Because it, it's tough, but it's doable. I need to. Sp- I honestly, quite honestly, I need to put more time into it, and I need to practice at the combat better. Point I need. The mic I at need you. to point the mic at you. I'm. 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 I'm talking at it. I'm talking <laughs> kind at it. Kind of. <laughs> I need. I need to put the the time and effort into getting good at the game. Right. I need to like actually get good at the counter because you can like block and counter. Right. You can do all these kind of things, and you have to be patient and aggressive at the same time because you don't want to overextend your attacks. So. There's a lot of thought put into like what seems like a basic combat, like Dark Souls like combat, but man, it is it is really really tough. Mm. Like because they 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 kill you, they throw you back at a checkpoint, and you got to try it again. Like mm. and that's that's the way the the news goes, you know. Yeah, I wonder if it's almost like you need to spend four or five hours off stream learning right. it, and learning then it. you got on stream saying, "Cool, yeah, I can actually show you guys the, the people, game." The people that honestly, the people that I stream playing bloodborne yeah are people who are speed running it who know everything yeah exactly right well, the thing about bloodborne is and dark souls you you your character will get stronger if you play so let's say you're stuck at a certain point well you can farm blo- uh, souls you can farm Correct. and then go back and, and then farm, yeah upgrade your character and then go okay now let me try and progress and then you can you can you, your character will get stronger to push through the Correct. obstacles you know um, that is an advantage that you actually have over those kind of games because you know your character can get stronger. But in this game, every all damage is the same. Like there's no there's no like leveling your sword up or your character up. You unlock new skills that will you'll add to your arsenal of moves and tricks mm. and techniques. But you're doing the same damage pretty much the whole time. You're you're like right. it is a combat heavy game like in that sense, not like a RPG. It's not it's less of an RPG, more of like an action game. If that makes sense, yeah. Um, but I'll stick with it. We'll see where that goes. Um, still playing Division <laughs> Two. Um, I got to, we got to World Tier Five. We got to get a whole bunch of people in the clan to World nice. Tier Five. Can you not get to World Tier Tier Five unless you play with other people? No, you can do it completely by yourself. Okay, for sure. Um, it just it's you get when you get to the first World Tier, uh, it locks up the strongholds, and you got to do these special. They do remixed uh, missions. They remix some of the missions in the map, and you do two of them. 
Um, they're remixed with the Black Tusk, the new faction that comes in when yeah. you hit level 30. Mm. Um, you do two of those. It unlocks the Stronghold. You complete the Stronghold, and then it pushes your character to the next world tier. Mm. And so they have like they, they make you do that like two or three times. There's a lot like Division fight. 1 in that sense where you, you play a mission and you play it on harder levels. You, and then get, you get more experience, and then eventually it unlocks yeah, you'll, it. You'll right? get better loot. In Division 1, you yourself could raise the world tier. You had the yes, choice to correct. go, okay, I want to play in a stronger environment so I can get better loot. Kind of pushing yourself to do correct. more challenging things yeah, to get your... Yeah, it was your, my choice, yeah. yeah. In this one, you are, you are doing missions to unlock the next world tier, and then you're in that world tier. Unless you're joining a friend's game who is probably behind, and, you, and you're helping him out. If you want to help him out, that works. Um, so what, what you could do, Felix, is, is this is how I play. If I can't find anyone in the clan to play with, I'll just turn on matchmaking, start the mission, and then people will flood into my game to assist me. And then they'll leave if they want to leave, and then it'll fill a spot in. Like, it'll just, it'll just cool. rotate people out if they don't want to. It, it won't hinder your gameplay at all if you just want to keep pushing forward. So That's good. The matchmaking so system is honestly pretty good. Might end up have, having to do that. I'm, uh, I just got level 25. I haven't hit 30 yet. Cool. So. Yeah, take your time with it, man. There's no rush. It's uh, not at all. World of Tier, tier Five is going to be there for you. Yeah, I, I enjoy um, playing the game. I mean, I think it's just great. Um, just I'm, a fun cover shooter. Yeah, I understand it, and I mm-hmm. just play it. Hell I yeah. play it by myself. I don't play it with other people. Really. It's honestly, I think it's good either way. If you choose to play solo, I, mean, or I play with to play Tuna people. from time to time. He comes in from time to time, but we're at different hours of the day when we're playing. Sure. So. I mean, the best part is, is you can be playing solo, and your friend can pop on and go, "Hey, man, you want? Can I join you?" And well, then, no, then well, that's boom, if I it made, works. That's if I made myself visible on the Xbox. When oh, I'm look playing. at that! You're, you're playing all incognito, like I'm, huh? a, I'm a stealth player in Ooh. many respects of the <laughs> word. <laughs> Got that Assassin's Creed cred. Um, all right, so Mr. Grimm. Yes. I would love to hear about your experience with Battlefield and yeah. anything else you may want to talk about. It was about. super yeah. interesting when you were telling me when we were on the job down at the loading dock. Bailing, yeah, yeah. Ba- bailing hay. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, so like Battlefield Five has undergone a lot of changes. Like the big thing was it was announced at launch, right, that they would have a BR mode, Battle right. Royale mode. Uh, and like too much chagrin, it wasn't included in the launch day, and people were like really pissed about that. Right. And then finally, they, it came before, out before they said like, "Oh, it's going to be delayed." Though, they yeah, said they said they were going to be delayed until like February, and then like February came and went. And oh, okay, then, and then they were like, "Cool, like early March," and then it did in fact drop early March. A lot of like also like the elite cosmetics, which I can go into in a little bit later too, were supposed to come out February first, but they came out like after Firestorm. So mm-hmm. a lot of things Battlefield Five have been delayed, um, and it's hard to say like for the better or for worse. Because honestly, I think like all the content that's been released since launch has been of pretty good value. I think mm-hmm. right, like the core gameplay is really strong. I've always said that, and I'll continue saying that. I think the changes made from Battlefield One to Battlefield Five made it a little bit more hardcore. Uh, I think we're good once you adapted to it. Um, they not only up the ante, but they put a little bit more skill into it to us. So I think it, they kind of um, it's it's shocking how much. I play as the assault, which I never played as oh, yeah. in Battlefield yeah. One. Like, well, the I assault, enjoy and, assault yeah. so much more. The assault class in Battlefield Five is it, it, <laughs> the joke is that it's like uh, every single assault class weapon is like the best weapon in the game. Like they have the semi-auto rifles, which is like a three-shot kill at any range. Yeah, the, all the assault they have rifles. What the, they have the rifle. The rifle class that the medic had Correct. in Battlefield Correct. 1. You pretty much have all the best medic class Battlefield 1 weapons and the best support class weapons. Yeah. And then they also have all the anti-tank things. 
right? So like rocket launchers, yeah, grenade I spend, launchers. I so whole, wait, then why so. play the other classes if you have all well, the, the best kit? kit you know, because <laughs> well, you can run out of ammo. I love oh, support, right. So you, so the big thing about Battlefield Five is attrition, right? So you run out of ammo, you run out of health packs, you only get one health pack, so you don't recover all your HP after your gunfight. Mm. So, um, so you need the medics, you need, you need Like Countryborn, the, I've talked about yeah. this a lot too, where it's, it's like fucking, he he claims that like the the medic in Battlefield Five is just useless. And I argue the, the opposite. It's like, well, no. If you want to keep a push going to like attack a, a strong point or whatever, the medic can because they're yeah. the only with, they're the only ones with smoke grenades too. Oh, and okay. smoke grenades are incredibly useful, like smoke grenade launchers. Yeah, and I, I grenades use them themselves. like crazy. The smoke yeah. grenade launcher. I just before I go into an area to revive yeah. people, I fire a smoke grenade yeah. launcher. Big huge gas cloud is there, and then I just yeah. go in and revive. People and it alone. pops instantly. So the game mechanic wise, it's it's an instant relief, right? What I don't so, like is how long it takes to engage the medic. So what happens when I run up to somebody is I go to hit the button and yes. I go to start into it, and then I have to aim. You have to kind of so point at the point person. At yeah. the person. Yeah. And I'm like, is this like what? Battlefield One where you have to look at them and you got the needle and you go? So they actually simplified it. They said medics because in Battlefield One, what happened is the needle, the syringe, was actually an equipment slot. So okay, it counted yeah, yeah. like as your smoke grenade or your incendiary grenade. Or right, right. Now, now they doesn't. just said, because in Battlefield 1, medics, because they had the best guns, people would just pick the medic class and not be medics. Oh. So people were pissed. It's like, why the hell am I not getting revived? I have all these medics on my team. Well, they don't have That's syringes. funny because I use the medic. I use, when I play Battlefield 1, I yeah. use the medic to like level up my class. Yeah. Because yeah. You, you throw all the med- you get points for doing literally anything the medic does, right? Correct. I don't know if it's like that in 5, but like, it is, that, it was, is, yeah, that it was the easiest way to Yeah, level. and so there's also the, so the piece of like – anyway, in 5, the syringe yeah. is, is you're, you're a medic class. You have the syringe. Mm. Just like if you're an assault class, you have a rocket launcher. If you're a support class, you have – uh, an ammo crate. You can't not have some sort of ammo deployment system. Gotcha. Which I really like, right? So it forces you to make a choice in your in your class and in your layout, in your in your getup, so to say. Okay. Um, but anyway, there's been a lot of patches. I think there's been a lot of good like balancing notes and like that. They added some new game modes, and they've uh, really cool. They've, there's been <laughs> a lot of people have data mine stuff, right? So like the question is like, when are the Americans coming? When are the Japanese come in, the French, and they're coming. So like later this year. They're kind of like tides of war chapters, so really like in the two, two and a half, three years that Battlefield Five is going to be around. Are they in the multiplayer, though? Yes, they're on oh, the okay. multiplayer, right? So DICE has decided to kind of retell World they're, War Two not, through these chapters. Is there going to be more single-player content? No. To my understanding, right. no. So the yeah. single-player content is just what it is because they really they noticed that the single-player content, the co-op content, took a lot of resources away from the multiplayer. Where players, I mean, that's the Battlefield franchise started with multiplayer. Like the first Battlefield franchise didn't, didn't have single player at all. No, yeah, People it was just multiplayer. Um, and so, and I would say, you know, ninety five percent of people who buy Battlefield buy it for the multiplayer. So, um, rumor has it that going forward, there's not going to be any more single player. It's just going to be multiplayer. That's it. But regardless, so there's been data mine stuff. So later this year, it looks like Americans are coming, Japanese are coming, French faction is coming. So that'll be really cool to see. I think the Battle of Greece is next, which will be really cool. Nice. I don't even um, know what battles took place during World War II in Greece. So, er, like mid to late 1940s. This, this is where he shines. Yeah, yeah right. Watch historian him. here. <laughs> He's about ready to Nazi roll. Germany essentially like marched through Yugoslavia and into Greece. When they were starting the North Africa campaign, starting to Didn't even support know that. the Italians. Yeah, it was pretty bloody. So, wait, they marched with a. Like, wow. Well, they, they conquered, right? They conquered pretty much. Because they had to. The Balkans and. They had to. Correct. Well, they wanted to get to the oil fields of the Middle East. Which ultimately the British fleet just by defended that, the Mediterranean. By stuff, that but. point, was German West Africa huge still? No, German West Africa was World War One. that's gone. No, right? I know. I was wondering if it was still thriving during that time. Um, I don't know. I guess it was a colony at that point still, right? It was probably... Well, I was just thinking in my head, yeah. like, 
And I know Africa's a big place, but couldn't you go up if you were trying? <laughs> like, well, most of the combat world in Africa took place in North Africa. I know, right? like Tunisia, like, Libya, and then Morocco. and then and then I I look at one Morocco. Of, so much, I, I look at one of those. Uh, the, the, you, do you ever see those like the like meme things where it's sure. like this was the size of the United States in Africa? Yes, and you realize that the United States is the Sahara Desert. Yes, essentially. <laughs> what? Yeah, there's yeah, a whole. You uh, could fit the entire yeah. United States in the Sahara Desert. There's a, I can go into a whole conversation. I can go into a whole conversation around like maps and like how they fucked up our like view of the world. What we use currently, I'll make this really brief. The TLDR version is we in 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 Western culture use what's called the Mercator projection. M E R C A T O R Mercator, Mercator, so, whatever you want to so call it. So our map Mercator. makes USA bigger. So we our just, map makes yeah. the USA and Russia bigger to make it look like Russia is this daunting bear that's just going to d- devour the entire world. During is the that Cold like War. leftover from like the eighties? Yeah. Like all that? Yeah, man. Yeah, Red yeah. Scare. Oh, so, man. so actually, if you look at and then go to Google, type in Mercator projection, whatever Mercator projection, whatever you want to call it, and look at like better projections of it. Dude, the U.S. is a big country. Mm-hmm. It's by far not as big in relation to the rest. Like, Africa is the second biggest continent. And Canada is, like, if you look at a map of Canada on the Mercator projection, it looks freaking huge. Or Greenland, mm-hmm. they're tiny compared to, like, Aus- like, Australia is the size of the U.S. What? Yeah. Yeah. You're freaking me out right now. I, it's like, you're, like, tearing yeah, it. Yeah. You're tearing down the, my worldview. I know, man. I know. I'm sorry, but it's gonna it's gonna happen eventually. This is a safe space. So. Wow, they're teaching us wrong in America. Yeah. Is that what you're telling us? Yeah, yeah. I'm. A, wow. Don't get me started for but decades yeah. and decades. <laughs> Holy shit! But anyway, let's go back to the game. So yeah, thanks. So anyway, we're talking about uh, Greece, which is really exciting. Battle for Greece, which is super cool. Some insurgent, insurgent stuff, but uh, I'm excited for it. I'm excited. Tides of war. The big news, of course, why I'm here is Firestorm, right? So that yeah, I want to hear about how they March. did the Battle Royale genre. Yeah, so a couple really cool kind of aspects. So the way around, I kind of, I'll talk very high level first. So the, the round is 64 players. Mm-hmm. The map is called, and I always, I always forget that it's not Halfaya, it's like um, Halfland or something like that. And essentially the map size is about 20 times bigger than the biggest map currently in Battlefield Five, oh, which is oh, Hamada, which is... Oh ginormous um however the way the round starts is so all 64 players start in this hangar mm-hmm. um which you can't leave mm-hmm. and it's kind of like the lobby correct it's kind okay. of a lobby you can't kill each other in the hangar you're just kind of walking around it's like dimly lit you can't and then and then you no, cannot kill each you other? cannot all right yeah, and lobby. then you can you can kind of like pick up some weapons and play around with them and test them and things like that and then the siren goes off and then like the doors open and then essentially everybody boards this plane gets on and then you jump out over the map mm-hmm. so pretty standard stuff there and once well hold on once you die in the game, you don't have to go through that whole cutscene again, right? Because you know how every the- round starts that way. So that's kind of a lobby. So until Jesus. sixty-four players join, is that is that compared that's, that's to standard battle yeah, battle royale? Oh, I'm saying compared to like PUBG. PUBG, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. All- you get into a lobby and it waits until there's a hundred players, and then it so starts. yeah, they throw you in a part like it, PUBG throws you into a part of the map with a bunch of other players, mm-hmm. and it's waiting. It's filling. It's filling in the okay. the match, and yeah. then once it starts, they count down, yeah. throw you on a plane, and then you jump out whenever you want. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So anyway, so in, in Battlefield Five, and the cool thing is that. The round and you never play on the whole map in a single round. So the firestorm, this ring, is already Close cut up. out about twenty-five to thirty percent of the map before you even jump out. 
Cool. And so you jump out wherever you want, whenever you want, and it's pretty standard stuff where you jump out, no weapons. You can do singles, duos, and four players. Okay. And the cool thing is it does have LFGs, right? So it's looking for groups. So if you have no friends on PSN or Xbox, whatever, you can just jump in and you say, I want to squat up with three other people, randoms, get a headset on and just play with them and have a good time, and you can do that, mm-hmm. which I thought was a phenomenal feature. I'm really happy they added that. Singles you can do too as well. And I think, to my understanding, you cannot do singles. Like It forces you to play against equal numbers. Because in PUBG, if you wanted a challenge, you could like jump in as a single player in a, in a, in a four-person squad. You match, right? Can do that, yeah. You I can don't do think you can single do single solos, or you can right. do single queue up for like a duo or a quad. Correct, yeah. correct. So anyway, so then you jump in, uh, goes around, and the map is freaking gorgeous. Like it's beautiful. Like you have like a giant lake in the middle. Uh, there's ships. There's little like. Um, there's like aquatic, <laughs> like uh, they're called schwimmwagen, which means like swimming. Uh, swim in wagon, which is w- 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 something the Germans built in World War II was an amphibious car. Oh, cool. Those guys are around. There's a helicopter, uh, like this prototype helicopter the, G- the Germans had you can jump into. has no weapons, but the three people on the back can shoot out of it, shoot r- rockets, things like that. And then what's really cool about it, so the looting system is pretty standard, like PUBG. You find boxes. You find them on the ground. You pick them up. You find armor plates. There, is there like a um, – do you have like a UI for like all your gear and stuff? You do. So the UI is pretty simple. So you can have up to two weapons, standard okay. stuff, right? Yeah. Primary and secondary, and then the secondary can also be like a primary weapon, like a sniper rifle or whatever. And then you have armor plates, and you have inventory, you have ammo. So you have like, you know, uh, machine gun ammo, assault rifle ammo, rifle ammo. It doesn't um, like number them like 762 or like. There's no numbering, yeah. it's just general like SMG ammo. Got it. Assault rifle ammo. Because in World War II, there were so many different calibers. Like in PUBG, PUBG takes place in a modern setting where pretty much the entire world has, has, has like adopted. Yeah. One out of four cartridges. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's like Aaron cartridges, like sniper rifle cartridges, and like that. But like most military armies in in the world have either a five four five, a seven six two, or a five five six. Right. Yeah. So when you pick those up, it's easy to do it. In World War Two, I mean, like the Germans had got like forty different calibers for for like mm. rifles and things. Like yeah. That, right. So because they were still figuring stuff out. Cool. So anyway, so you pick up different ammo, and you can carry also equipment. So you have rocket launchers. You have grenade launchers, you have smoke grenades, all that stuff, grenades. And what's really cool, too, is you actually, you actually pick up, just like in multiplayer, you have reinforcements. So you can pick up, like, you can call in an ammo crate, you can call in a V1 rocket, you can call in an artillery barrage, a smoke grenade barrage, things like that, which kind of really adjusts the gameplay. So if your squad's under fire, you got to escape, you got to relocate, you call in a smoke grenade barrage, and it gives you, I mean, a, a full, like, a smoke wall, and you can escape. Cool. Right? Yeah, those um, are always good for... Retreating tactically or Correct. advancing or whatever. Correct. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. So you get armor plates, and so essentially you get uh, 150 health and 150 up to 150 armor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as you chew up the armor plates, you can put new ones on. So it's kind of a cool kind of animation. Your soldier puts another armor plate into his vest. Sweet. Um, kind of flicks it out of his arm, and you look at like a busted up one with like a bullet hole through it. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of cool. You should watch some, some gameplay of it. It's, it's neat. Um, I don't have to. I fucking own that game. That's true. So it's you true. should play you it. There you go. You should it. play it. Play that shit. Um, your own. first Battle Royale, Felix. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, what's really Literally. cool, so the, yeah. what DICE actually did here was Criterion like Games designed it. Really? Um, Criterion? Yeah, and they did like Need for Speed. Yeah, I was going to say, they, they did they Battlefront 2, I just found out today, which I didn't know. They okay. Did Battle, uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2. Well, so they, have ex- they okay. don't have any you know, Battle Royale experience, but they did a fantastic job. Like They designed the map. 
the gameplay, so, the gunplay. Well, start, the gunplay is the same the as map for a second. Yeah. Um, what are how are how do they lay out those zones? Like, are mm-hmm. there are there specific areas that are like hotter than other areas? Yeah. Or, so, um, and what's the looting like? Are, are they, do they just give you a bunch of empty buildings mm-hmm. and you you can grab stuff in those buildings? Yes and no. So there are areas that are. We'll talk about the buildings first. So. In, in a way, if you've ever played PUBG, it's very similar conceptually to PUBG. You have buildings you can go into. There's garages. There's vehicles, like I talked about, armed and unarmed ones. Mm-hmm. And then there are, um, and you can pick up, they're lying on the ground, ammo, armor plates, weapons, or also l- like loot boxes. Like red ones have higher end gear, like rocket launchers. Got it. And the cool thing is, too, is that a weapon... So you have a green tier weapon, a blue tier weapon, and I think a pink tier weapon. And pink okay. ones are, in multiplayer in Battlefield Five. you can get what's, what are called specializations for weapons. So you can reduce the horizontal recoil. You can put, um, you can have a bipod on a light machine gun. You have, uh, you can, while you're aiming down sight, you move faster. You lose less speed side strafing. Okay, and so, so as you like, pick up higher tiered weapons, they have those upgrades. Okay, so like, is that like instead of like an attachment system? Like, correct. Okay. Correct. And you pick All them right. up and that's it. There's no attachments, right? So you pick up a gun and you use that gun. But the okay. cool thing is that like a, 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 silver, um, a pink tier weapon is not going to do more damage than anything else, right? It's not going to suppress it. It's not going to have farther range. It might be more accurate. It might be a little bit more... You all right there? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, our image is ah, on look it. Look at that. That's hilarious. <laughs> it's green screen. Um, it, um, it might have... It, Less recoil, like I said, but it, it it gives you an advantage. They're better guns. They have scopes on them, right? Okay. So they have iron sights, um, like long-range scopes, things like that. You can hold your breath longer with certain sniper mm-hmm. weapons. You can adjust the wind it for, sorry, the distance, things like that. Um, but it still creates kind of an equal playing field. If you have a gun, you're not going to be, you're not going to feel like you're outgunned all the time. Mm. Like in PUBG, if you just pick up an M16 and somebody has like, an AUG with a 4X scope and a silencer. They're going like to have a clear advantage. They're yeah. going to wreck you, right? Yeah, yeah. And this one, if you're good at the game, you're going to have a good time. Okay. Um, which I enjoy. So now coming back to the hot points, this is actually a really cool concept, which I, I love. So there's these bunkers around, all around the map, that have two giant steel doors. Mm-hmm. And so there's, you need, you can open them by yourself in singles, but if you have a team, a squad, you can actually get on... Um, on either end of the doors, there's these giant wheels that you have to turn. They turn very freaking slowly. Okay. And you open these gates, and inside the bunker is um, – oh, Halvor, yeah, is the map. Thank you. Um, I, I want to see what it looks like. Yeah. yeah. Our, our tanks. So light tanks, heavy tanks, things like that. Um, yeah, the map is freaking gorgeous. Okay, so I see it's got, so it's got multiple – in the top left, correct? It's got, two, yeah. it's got multiple biomes, it looks yes. like. you got a snowy area. Yep. Uh, I guess this is more of like a jungle yep. like, kind of grassy area. Correct. And it was just like more sandy. So that actually is just an overlay of Hamada, which is currently the largest map in, in – um, Oh, they're, they're putting it on top of – To show you how large the map is. Wow, they really want, they really want bigger. I want to yep. get, get a better image of this map yep. here. Um, but anyway, so you have those hot zones. And the cool thing is when you start turning those giant wheels on the bunkers, a siren goes off. Okay. Like it, like it, like an an air raid siren that anybody on the map can hear. So people know, oh shit, someone's opening the bunker trying to get a tank, and so they might rush to that location because the the bunkers are signified on the map. You don't know which one you're going to because there's several. Mm-hmm. But then you like there's streams I've watched where people just get like there's just this mad scramble over this heavy tank, which is just incredible, right? So that that and then if you get the tank, <laughs> so you're like hot zone. Oh yeah, the yeah, tanks are like, very strong because the only thing that can kill tanks realistically. Are you know rocket launchers and grenade launchers? What about and, um, what about the Ring of Fire? Yes, the can Ring that of Fire kill a tank. Oh yes, it can kill a tank. So the firestorm. Tell, this them, is, tell them all yes, about the firestorm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is something that's really cool. This is the highlight. Um, 
the firestorm quite literally is a firestorm. So, like in in previous battle royale games, like Apex Legends, um, Fortnite, the big P- one I've seen, PUBG. PUBG, right? The ring never felt like ominous or threatening. I mm-hmm. felt like right, like in PUBG, you were in the ring and you're like, oh, I'm just gonna run out and like grab some more ammo with a guy I killed. Yeah, you get some red and on I'll, you like, and your yeah, I'll, like yeah, like I'll patch up my arm and I'll run yeah. back. Not a big deal, right? Well, when it comes down, when you get to like ring number like three or four, it does more, more damage. damage sure. Yeah, so it but does it never, get stronger. It never yeah. feels like you're like. You're never frightened by it, right? It doesn't right. have a sense of this. Spending, like, spending time outside right. the ring never correct. Went. I, I got a, you're like I got a few seconds. Correct. I, I can correct. handle it a little bit. So in yeah. Firestorm, and this is something that's probably one of my favorite aspects of the game is it's. I mean, it's quite literally a, a wall of fucking fire hmm. that's like a hundred feet tall and that you cannot see through. Okay. Right. Okay, yeah. And it's like as your player, as you move towards it, your player like starts like breathing heavier and like coughing. Oh, nice. And there's, like, this crackling noise. Those are some like, nice details. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so if you get really close, it literally sounds like, if you remember in chem class in high school, like a, like a Bunsen burner the size of a fucking classroom going off. Like, just this, like, the entire time. And just, like, crackling, and there's, like, sparks flying across your vision. And if you're in it, it's just, you're, you're like, this, it's an utter sense of dread. Like, never before in a game, and I've played, like, Resident Evil, I've played, like, Silent Hill. Mm. I've seldomly felt dread like I have in the Firestorm. Like you want to get out. Mm-hmm. Like you're you're as a player sitting there. It's like this is fucking horrible. I don't want to be here right now. <laughs> and you just run towards the edge. Mm-hmm. And when you're in it, like your player, like it's like coughing. You can't quite breathe. Like you see, like your hand in front of your mouth. You like stumble over yourself and things like that. So it's really cool touches that Criterion, the game developer, did a really nice job with. Mm-hmm. And it's like really like you see that wall of fire coming. You run from it. And you watching streams, like people streaming, there's even, they're in a firefight, like like four squads just going to town on each other, and the firestorm comes, they all fucking stop firing and they like, run. Okay, like, we gotta get right, we gotta get away from I the mean, fire. Like, unless one of them is like in the building like, away from the fire and they know the ring's gonna end, everybody's just like shit, like we're just gonna run. So does it work like, the same way where it'll it'll stop? And then it'll Correct. you'll get you know, count down, and then yep. it'll come it'll in. It'll like firestorm incoming one thirty, and then it'll count down, and then it'll close the ring, and, and you'll again. know. Correct. Okay. And you'll see where it is, and eventually it gets so small that you're on top of each other. Right. 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 Um, I mean, you mentioned earlier that that it, there's already a part of the map closed off, so it already yes. feels like. I, I like that because what that does is is it 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 constantly makes the map feel fresh. Yes. Because they're putting you in different, they're forcing you to play Correct. in different areas, so right. you're never playing the same map and yeah. same locations and every the, time. Yeah. The best part too about it too is like sometimes you'll play a round where you're only in the winter biome. Okay. Sometimes you'll play a map where you start like on the lake and it's greenery and then you end up on a freaking mountain covered in snow and ice like or that. you end up on a, or you start in a mountain and you end up like in a little village mm-hmm. with like beautiful trees around you. Right? So really I mean I think the map is the standout feature and the firestorm itself are just fantastic. And I think within it too is something that I talked to Felix about too is Dice is really famous for like putting little Easter eggs in their games, like the Megalodon in Battlefield Four, the Whale in Battlefield Five. Okay, yeah. and so there's this whole th- theory going on where in Firestorm there's this thing called Sullis, S U L I S, and it's this this what, Roman. What's the Megalod- Megalodon? Megalodon is a giant shark. No, I know the what's Meg. That in? Yeah, the Meg. So in Battlefield Four, on one of the maps, one of the the island maps with the aircraft carrier on it, if you did a certain thing, this this giant shark came out and ate one of the ships. You can watch videos of it on YouTube. Oh, cool. Yeah. You did, did it like you dropped this bomb in a certain spot and you agitated it and then it came out and ate the ship, which is pretty nice. cool. Um, so they always have little Easter eggs in there and they've created this kind of cool story and nobody's figured it out yet. People have kind of found clues where 
it's Sullis, S-U-L-I-S, and it's this Roman god of like fire or something, or like cleansing or something like that. Um, and the theory is, of course, that it's, you know, Nazi scientists figure out like this ultimate weapon, which is the firestorm, right? Uh, and so these players, these streamers online have found little things like there are 64 aluminum cans in the hangar that everybody starts in before you jump in the round. Mm. And you can destroy them. So one of the theories is like, cool, if, if, if all the players, each of them destroys one of the cans, something will get triggered, right? Or there's like a way out of this firestorm. And then like also in the map itself, there's these, these weird kind of like radio looking with gas cylinders on top, like these kind of like radio stations that you can destroy again. And they're always in a ring of fire as well, mm-hmm. um, which kind of is a symbol of like the larger map. And you can destroy them. Again, I think there's about a dozen of them around the, the map. So you never can destroy all of them in a round, but you can destroy, I think, four or five of them. Or the developers of the <clears> game <throat> just like Johnny Cash. Or they just like Johnny Cash. That's a possibility, too. Ring yeah, of fire. It's um, an outstanding oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there are these, all these little clues like drop throughout like the pregame of selling things like that. I just, I just don't have time for Does that. Does Ring of Fire play when the ring is getting tighter? <laughs> no, it does not. You as a streamer could play if you wanted to. I would be playing. You would be probably be copyrighted, though. I would just keep doing um, it over and over again. So, so how, how, do you, how are you doing in it? Like, are you, you yeah, performing well? Yeah, so, so the funny thing is I, I really don't like Battle Royale as a genre. I didn't enjoy PUBG. I didn't, I played, I didn't play Fortnite at all. I played Apex Legends a couple times on PS4 and then I uninstalled it because it's... <laughs> there's this Onion article, I'll tell you. It's like... Uh, Apex Legends players have now reached a point where they become so good that nobody new can join anymore. <laughs> I joined like two weeks in and everybody was so good at the game that I was just like, well, this fucking sucks. Well, this sucks, right? yeah. Like, this is horrible. Because mm. everybody was just killing me and I and people were yelling me over the headset like, why the fuck would you go there, man? Like, you're such like, an idiot. I don't know. I just like, installed this thing, man. This is this like thing, the man. third <laughs> round I've played, man. Like, chill out. Why don't you just tell yeah. me where to go and not like oh, yell at he me? Would, he would have got like instant motherfucking music. <laughs> I know. So, I know. There's like a yeah. problem with people, like, like, because you know how you can like revive people in Apex. Yeah, right. So like, people will get down and then they'll just right. like leave right away, like before like oh, they can be revived. So like, teams fall apart yeah. easily, like really quickly oh, because sure, sure, nobody's sure. staying in the match. Yeah, they just want to get right back into a new right. one. So I know that's a problem yeah. right now. Yeah. And Battlefield Five, there's no well, reviving they didn't in Battlefield Five. Create match penalties at all. No, they're they're th- they're saying they're going to add them right yeah. now. I don't they think should, there are yeah. any. Don't other games have that? They do. Yeah, of course. Like, what's um, the penalty for leaving in PUBG? Uh, no penalty actually. Oh. There's no penalty. So it for sucks that. there too. But there is like in other games. Like I'm trying to think of like games that do that do have that. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I can't think of it right now. Yeah. But it's a, it's a thing that exists. But I think they should implement that because yeah. you want people to because they created a system where you can revive people. Well, it's important to the yeah. core gameplay, right? Right. Like so like so like, and if you want people to use it, you can't. You have to incentivize them staying in the match. Like you know, right. like that's what you gotta right. you gotta do. But um, anyway, back to uh, Firestorm. Yeah. But yeah. So the um, what we're talking about. So and then I played Firestorm and I really enjoyed it. And I think the reason I enjoyed it is because I enjoy Battlefield Five, like at the core. It was like the, the and it's still yeah. Battlefield Five. Like the guns handle the same. They didn't have special different coding for the guns, like less recoil, more damage, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think I, I personally I played around a dozen, maybe a dozen and a half matches in it, and I enjoyed. It. I never won. How, I came how, about fourth or fifth. How does my best VR approach the class concept? So there is no class. So like in you're in, just a guy. Correct. You're just a soldier, and you and don't I guess say like, I'm going to go in and play support. No. So I think is well, is it like whatever you pick up is like what you are. Correct. Whatever like and and it, yeah, like you can pick up a light machine gun and then also have a rocket launcher, right? So okay. you can have whatever class you have. So very similar to other other like I would say PUBGs. I would say the closest comparison that right. I have kind of in terms of loadout that you can get. Um, 
But yeah, and then there's also, um, what I was going to say, there's no reviving, and also you get downed. When you get down in squad play, you don't die. You, don't, you can bleed out, of course, and then you're out, or you can just get executed. Mm-hmm. Right, you have 150 more health, and if you have a sidearm, you can actually whip it out and keep firing one clip. While you're down, kind of cool, yeah, kind of like very much like modern warfare. Be, but from that position, you can be revived by a teammate and stuff. Correct. Yeah, okay. they have to have like I don't know if they have to have a med patch or not, but they can just revive you and pick you up. Of course, after the firefight's over, I mean they can do it whenever. But well, in the normal game, anybody can revive anybody at any time, but that's not how be only if the you're works. only if you're in a squad. So like squads can, yeah, medics can revive anybody, yeah. yeah. But anyway, yeah, wait, so wait, reviving. Wait. I can only. In Battlefield 5 multiplayer, if you're a, a scout, let's say, you can only revive your squad mates. And it takes you, like, three times longer than a medic. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I can't revive random people? No. That's how they encourage squad play, right? That's how you say, cool, squad. Like, you're the squad and you say, attack A, you should stick together because you, you can know, all revive each other. It's so funny you say that. I just didn't notice who I was reviving. But so you were like, always playing the game well. That's good. You were always with your squad. You're doing, you're doing what the game yeah. wanted you to do. <laughs> But I yeah. thought you inherently understand the sure? game. Yeah. Oh, maybe I'm confusing it with the times I played as medic, where a medic can revive. Oh yeah, who's not sure? That's the, and that's what I was talking about with okay. um, Neo right earlier. Is the idea of like you can keep a push going? You, you sure about that? Yeah. Hmm. I don't played know, more I, hours. I, I haven't played. He's played about. more hours than me, so yeah. I, um, I'm just probably confusing it with my medic yeah. play. <laughs> but I think overall, right? So like as as a con- like. I definitely like the Battle Royale mode in Battlefield 5. And I think, again, because it has its Battlefield 5 at its core, which I enjoy greatly. Um, I think it's... I don't know if I'll try other BR modes. I'll definitely keep playing this one because there's also like weekly rewards and things like that that you can get and special equipment. Um, So it's cool. I I like it a lot. I enjoy it. Um, There there were some bugs, right? So like right at the get-go, the the looting system was, was pretty fucked. So like at the end, when everybody has all this gear, it's kind of hilarious. So like let's say I down somebody and they have like... 12 items on them. Yeah. And I downed them, and <laughs> when I walk into their dead body, it's just kind of like this fountain, like, pfft, like this flower of, like, gear came out. And then, like, items would, like, lay on top of each other, so if I wanted the armor, I would, like, and have you, to pick up, like... you have to, like, like, look directly at them to pick it yes. up? Yes. Oh, and so I have to pick up, like, the rifle and place it somewhere else and, like, pick up the armor and then, like, only take the ammo that I wanted. And oh, so they so fixed funky. that. Yeah. Correct. So within about... Yeah, it took, on a, took on only about a week and a half or two weeks to fix that, so Criterion is on... Their A game, which is awesome. And they said, yeah, we heard your feedback. We're going to fix it. And they, and they made it, again, much like PUBG, it's, it's a box. So when you die, to my understanding, I haven't played it since the patch, but seemingly what's going on is like players drop like equipment, guns, and ammo, and you mm. pick what you want out of that. So there's like a drop-down list. Cool. And that's really manageable and easy, right? Um, there's also some things around like armor, like why can't I pick up like if I'm down somebody, why can't I supplement my armor with like busted up armor, things like that, like little kind of core gameplay complaints that people well, usually have. Usually, it's but... like it's like you're going to replace their armor with your armor. Yeah, yeah. correct, correct. Yeah. So, um, but overall, I'm super happy with it. I'm excited with it. I really didn't think I'd like it, but I do actually like it. And I'm just excited too about. Um, I want somebody to figure out this this like riddle that this like secret like, that they dice got implanted. That, yeah, exactly. That's that cool. dice dice is put in their game. So. Like when games do that, it gives like it gives you like something like to talk about like <laughs> yeah. when you're not playing yeah. it or whatever. And just the other day, it's so funny. I noticed this. I've been playing Battlefield Five since it's in, since it came out in October or November. Um, on the map Arras in the French countryside, there's little garden gnomes that you can shoot. Okay, right? Yeah. And if you blow one of them up for the rest of the match, you get you get fought like a demonic one follows you. And will just appear in front of you this like purple plume of smoke, and this garden gnome with like bright red shiny eyes will look at you, 
And until you shoot it again, then it disappears, and it's just so fucking distracting. That's so weird. Like, it's disconcerting. You're just like, why is this shit following me? And so these little things that, like, Dice puts in all their games that, for me at least, like, I'm a history buff, I'm, and I like historical accuracy. Has, but, like, has it's also, historical like, accu- accuracy. It's good. I mean, I think overall, like, again, like, the game itself, like, you have British people running around with STG 44s in 1939. Sure. Or 1940, so, like, okay. <laughs> How right? dare they? Yeah, exactly. Um... <laughs> There but I think overall, like it has accurate weapons. It has weapons that were mass produced and used. The uniforms are, for most of the, mostly accurate. Like, and, and again, and this is where I was going to talk about later. Is I can talk about it now. Is like, like the monetization of a game. And like, I think personally, like a game like this should be monetized over cosmetics yeah. that don't affect gameplay. And that's what Dice has chosen to do. And I'm happy about mm-hmm. that. Um, now there was some hubbub about. The uniforms not being authentic, correct? And, and stuff correct. Yeah, you you really. But when you make cosmetics, you kind of have to make that concession. Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah. And there's also, but the weird thing is okay. also there's not just like a like a German soldier uniform. There's not the standard like this is what soldiers look like out of the barracks before they went to the front, right? Mm. You don't have that outfit, and that's what bothers a lot of people too, which I which I get, right? Um, but I think it's again, look. I think there's a game, and like you made a good point a second ago. It's like. There's only so much you can do in terms of historical accuracy without, like, compromising the core gameplay. Right. Right, and, like, the way things look and feel and act. And so I think in terms of, like, the concessions, I don't even really can call them concessions, like, the choices that DICE have made in terms of, like, having female characters in the game, in terms of having, like, like trench coats and, like, gas masks for players to wear, like... I don't mind that. It doesn't take me out of the game, right? Okay. Because I also don't play it. It's like, oh, yeah. like was, I'm, I'm a British soldier. I'm going to defend France. And I'm like, no. Like, I'm not. I'm in a video game, and I'm enjoying it. And it's set in a time period that I enjoy learning about, right? Um, so it doesn't, that stuff doesn't bother me. But okay, a cool. lot of people have, like, that's, like that's been like a, shit a about point it. of yes, contention yes. for a lot of people. Correct. Which, and that's Correct. good as someone who likes history a lot. Yeah. Doesn't matter. You're, it's a video game. It, it does. It does enough to put you in the in the World Correct. War II setting. Correct. Yeah. Okay. That's it tells cool. a story. The gameplay is good. In the right, single so. player, you get skis. You do get skis. I brought which that up is on the show. Yeah. I remember talk that. about it further. And you can ski upstairs. Wow. <laughs> now that's that's some fake fake ass fakeness stuff right there. Um, um, but yeah, I'm super happy with it. I'm excited. I'll, I'll pick you playing with it. Damn it. So it's a so. shame though, because it feels like Firestorm just like came and went. I've seen no like buzz about it. I've seen no yeah. like major like the... people going, yo, guys, you gotta play Firestorm, <laughs> you know? I haven't seen yeah. any of that. Yeah, the, the 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 funny thing about Firestorm was it was announced, people knew about it, it was coming. Um and the announcement trailer was like the best thing Battlefield Five has ever done and released from like a content hype perspective. Sure. Like the trailer was was fucking awesome. Like these p- people get dropped in. These four dudes, they're like, "What the hell are we doing? We're squatting up. Take that house!" Like they're shooting at other people. Like this flare gets shot out of a house, and then like just an artillery barrage like blows up the other house. The guy gets driven Chaos. over by by like yeah, right. And then like yeah. a firestorm comes, and they're like in it, and they're like their their clothes are on fire, right? Mm-hmm. And it's funny. Like there was this meme online where it showed like like a picture of like a fully stocked like IT room, and it's like. Dice's like trailer team and then like Dice's dev team was like this like single Small, IT guy yeah. <laughs> on, a, on like an old 1998 Windows like computer like <laughs> like looking at the camera right? it was a really highly produced trailer correct yeah, yeah. yeah. and but and again like I think it the game type lived up to the hype I, I'm really happy with it and I'm excited for playing it um, well that's but, really good to hear yeah like I, I again I think it's a good time to get into the game 
a lot of people have just played the game now where they're really good at it, so the learning curve is very steep. Um, just like with any game that's been around for you know almost six months now. Um, but yeah, I would, I think I'd, I would encourage you to buy it. It's really cheap because again, it got bad press, which I don't. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, it dropped in price like I want to say like within a month. Within about there. a month, like yeah. for the holiday, it was thirty five, forty bucks. Wow. Um, and the great thing about it too is that um, it's all live service model, so it's no paywall. Battlefield 1, all the expansions, eventually came out for free. Yeah. And it was cool because it kind of revived the game. For Battlefield 5, it's all live service. Everybody gets the updates. Everybody gets all the content. They make their money through, like, the cosmetics and stuff. Correct. Make their money through the cosmetics. Through um, what are lovingly called Boins, Battlefield coins. Boins. (laughs) Nice. And the cosmetics look cool, right? Personally, I'm I'm probably not going to spend any money on it because they... The halfway cool cosmetics you can unlock what are called company coins, which you get by just playing the game. Okay. So, so there's, there's like currency that will unlock like the 80% cool stuff. Right. So cool. Yeah. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah. So my guys- career on the Battlefield app yeah. has Go vanished. On. And I don't know how to get it back. You probably yeah. have to relink. Do you use this app? How do you track- I bet. I bet if you start, if you played you one game, shit? if you played one game, it would come back. I bet. You just haven't played enough recently. No, but my Battlefield One stats are not in there anymore. Oh, I don't know. You probably have to log in. How do you have you tried turning it off and on again? I deleted it. (laughs) You probably have to reconnect your like Xbox Live stuff and and I tried. I signed in with Xbox Live, and this weird old nickname is showing up. Then it's then it's the wrong account. Then could be right. That's my guess. You might be. You might have it linked to the wrong account. Mm. Oh, we can figure that out later. Yeah, man. I'm not. Uh, we'll figure it out for I'm you. I'm not figuring it out now. That's all right. I'm going to try and sign in one more time. Yeah. So for the last thing we want to talk about tonight, before we skedaddle, what is it? Um, this yes. weekend was Star Wars Celebration yes. in Chicago. Um, we got a sweet new trailer. Oh, for... is that why all this shit just came down yeah. the pike? It yeah. was like a big, huge, like so we, Star yeah. Wars hand job. We, we huh? got the we got the trailer for Episode Nine, uh, now lovingly called. Rise of the Skywalkers or Rise whatever? Rise of Skywalker. Hell yeah. Rise of the Skywalker. Yeah. <laughs> Sex joke. Sex joke. Yeah. Rise. Uh, nailed it. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we got that. And uh, Respawn last week was teasing mm. their game, yes. their Star Wars game that they actually first mentioned last E3. They said, we don't have anything to show you right now, but stay tuned. Mm-hmm. And uh, so this weekend they teased it. And they showed us a really cool animated poster, which was the lightsaber. I don't know if you saw their tweet. It was like a yep. a glowing lightsaber, yep. like broken lightsaber, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Lying on like some sort of like runic tablet, right? right? Yeah, yeah, and it was all like blue and glowy yep, yep, and yep, stuff. Yep. Um, pretty cool image. Um, and then they showed off. I think it was like a concept poster, or it was like a like a mm-hmm. like a movie style poster of like Last Jedi Fallen Order, which was like it was a cool big poster. Yep. Um, so we got an actual trailer for it, and it was an all cinematic trailer. It was all like movie CGI, um, and it. I, I would you guys all watch it? I did. So I, 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 I watched it. You watched it. Yeah, <laughs> not not a not whole convinced. lot to go on. They show you what looks like the main character, mm-hmm. um, and it looks like this is an order an order sixty post order sixty six. Uh, right. Oh, I it's I like the exactly. Jedi who survived or order sixty six are. Yeah, are trying to get back at the Empire, and he's like right. he's like on the run. Yeah, and, so it's taking and place. And it looks like a bounty hunter is chasing him. Well, it's taking place between three and sometime four. in three. Between oh, at well after three ish, right? After, after Order sixty six was, which is the called, end of which is three, three quarters of the way through the yeah. movie, the third movie. Yeah, yeah. it might even yeah. start right. It might start when the third movie is still going on. Right. right. Yeah, right. it's possible. But there's also the um, yeah, there's bounty hunters and also the the the, the purge troopers. 
per like I think are they for like hunting the, Jedi? Right. So like these okay. black stormtroopers that you see in the trailer. I don't know if this is official. I think somebody might have just called them that, but I thought I saw them being called purge troopers, which are stormtroopers specifically designed to like hunt down Jedi. Cool. Which makes me think that this actually might take place between three and four because there's a little bit of a of a development here, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, among the cast will be purge troopers, mainly focused variants of stormtroopers that are. Created, created to hunt, hunt down, down Jedi, Jedi who survived 66. Sorry, I figured it yeah. out. Change profile. Hey, there you hey, go. Hey, that's the way. Um, cool. So, yeah, and it, it looks awesome. I mean, it, it, it gives me vibes of... Um, what was the one where you were playing Jedi Outcast? Like, no. I'm just talking about the other Actually, Jedi. Actually, Jedi Outcast was fucking fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it was. Let's stop there for a minute. Yeah. What is it, 1999? It was like a 90s one. Yeah, it yeah. was fantastic. Um, when you were playing as... Who were you playing as there? I'm, I don't remember at all. I love that game so much. I saw a mod where you could like cut the stormtroopers in half. Of the light yeah, table, which is yeah. I just remember the, like the game the you could like do ever. like side flips yep, and stuff. Yep. Yeah, we were getting sidetracked. Anyway, yeah, yeah, it looks like this one. Um, it gives me vibes of the the one that came out mid two thousands where you're pretty much Darth Vader's apprentice. Oh, that's the, the Force um, Unleashed. Force Unleashed, correct. Mm-hmm. Um, but just which is good. I actually I actually enjoyed that game. I don't know. I got a lot of hate, but so I have a feeling. I had a good time. The, so we didn't see any gameplay in this correct, trailer, yeah. but it does to me look like. I feel like it'll probably be a first-person game because that's respawns like wheelhouse. Yep. Um, the one thing that they did show off, which I which stood out to me, was they had hit the character Wall Run, which yes. is like a mainstay in like Titanfall. Yes. Because in Titanfall, you can like that's like a, one of the yep. movement abilities yep. that you have. Um, they also said during their panel at, at the the um, Star Wars celebration, they said there's the uh, combat system will be easy to pick up, but it will also have a lot of depth to it. That's cool. And he described it as thoughtful com- uh, combat. Cool. So it, it, they're saying that players will have to use all their abilities and moves to succeed in combat. Mm-hmm. Um, they said it'll be a little bit slow, like it'll be like a, like a slower variant in like Jedi combat. Mm-hmm. Uh, supposedly this character is more of a Padawan than he is like a Jedi master. Okay. So you're going to be more on the beginner side and probably throughout the story, learn yeah, your right. abilities, yeah. right? And learn your Jedi. Something conflicted me about the end of this. At the end of the trailer? What? Yeah. Like the whole trailer seemed to me like they are going to give us the protagonist. And then something at the very end gave me this impression that you're going to be creating your own character. And that's where I got confused. I mean, it could be. Mm. Like, what's, what's the problem with that? Yeah. No, there's no problem with that. I'm just saying, like, it's confusing to me. The trailer implied that you were playing as this blonde dude. Sure. Right, and this kid, the, yeah. And then at the end of it, it said something like, did it say create your Jedi? Or I didn't see that. Well, maybe it could be like the blonde kid is like the protagonist and you're like along for the ride, right? You're just going yeah. along with him or her. I don't know if it's a... Hold on. You're, you're checking it out? Yeah. He's, it's he's a, pulling the trailer. Oh, it said become a Jedi. Become a Jedi. Oh, yeah. it just said become a yeah. Jedi. Okay. I Come just on, misunder- Felix. I just misunderstood. So it does sound like this This. <laughs> this is going to be a narrative game crafted yeah. a la oh, yeah. like your is... Uncharted's or your... Yes. Like, they have a story they want to tell. Good. I want to watch that. Well, and the best part about it, too, is I read recently... I forget where I saw the article. I I was perusing Reddit. Sure. Um, As one does. As so many of us do. Mm -hmm. And it it said that this game would have no microtransactions and no multiplayer. Yeah, they tweeted it out from the EA Star Wars account. Which is... Yeah, that was some some balls. Which would be amazing. Uh, I think we we talked about this. Ironically enough, the, the first time I was on the show, we talked about God of War, I remember... And we talked about is the single player game dead, and we all argued no, it's no, it's definitely not right. Yeah, and so I'm 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 excited to see that this game 
w- is is taking a uh, here we go. It was on um, found it. No, Gamespot, Gamespot.com. Yeah, and they they tweeted that out. It was a, yeah, it was a tweet from the EA Star. Yeah, so the account. tweet said, uh, right, uh, single player. So the Zampella, Vince Zampella. Yeah, yeah. He said no multiplayer, no microtransactions. It's a story game. <laughs> and then, of course, that was met with cheers and applause, right, and shouts of joy. So now uh, at at the live does, stream, does so. this make you either optimistic or like cautious? It makes me very optimistic. Because I think EA... But here's the thing. There have been times where they were like... Because Battlefront 2, sure. they were like, all DLC is now free. Right? They sure. were like, we're not going to have a season pass. We want everyone... We don't want anyone to be gated off from content. Mm-hmm. And then they had their like uneven loot box system, mm-hmm. which kind of threw the game into a spiral because people were paying to win and it took forever to unlock things. Like It was yeah. just a disaster of a system. Right. Last great EA story game I played was The Saboteur. That was a great game. I think I was going to say <laughs> Dead Space was mine. Dead I never Space. played Dead Space. Is great too. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. A saboteur, my friend. Um, but there's also right. So like the article also talks about how. Um, never gonna stop. What's his face? Uh, the never the gonna let it go. The writer Avalon, I think he was on Kotor. He won oh. was one of the head writers of Kotor. He was brought on to do Coder. Coder, sorry, yeah, Knights of the Old Knights Republic. Of the Old Republic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, For those of you out there who don't know, yeah. Sorry, what, sorry. What's Knights the, of the other Republic. one called Soder? S- the, Star the, Wars Knights of the Old Republic or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Swoter. Oh, Swo- Swoter, Swoter, yes. Swoter. Swoter was the MMO. Yeah. Yeah. Star Coder Wars and the, old, the Old Republic. Yeah. So if, if Coder actually has the writers from... Coder. Coder. Yes. Um, and they said that they're like working on it. That's just how I And say. they're really like driving it to storyline. Um, I might even be venture a guess that it might be something like Coder, where it's a semi-open world. Mm-hmm. It's narrative-driven, mm-hmm. but you make choices. About becoming a Jedi, I wonder. I wonder if that's that would be amazing. Or do you think it'll do like the Uncharted thing, where you're literally just along for the ride? I sure. the, whatever the like it's a cinematic experience more right. than anything else. Yeah, right. I, I would be down with that too. Like maybe, I love. I mean, Uncharted is, I think, one of the maybe best. Maybe I'm just series. conflicted by the end of the trailer saying, <laughs> oh, you saw that? Become <laughs> a Jedi," because it's saying "become a Jedi" when in reality I want to become a Sith. Well, I have a great game for you. It's called The Force Unleashed. Correct. <laughs> and it's, or and it's, and it's already out. Or Coder. <laughs> yeah. Big reveal, by the way. This game is like 15 years old. I'm not spoiling anything. No. You Coder. are a Sith. You are a Sith. <laughs> Let's play Coder. Yeah. So this game... this All right. So I'll, we haven't seen any Star, gameplay yet. I've never so. played a Star Wars game. What? Not one. Wow. I have zero recollections of any Star Wars game. Existing in my life. What about like Tie Fighter or anything like that? Nope, never played it. How about Rebel One? Nope. Don't what? know what it is. Don't even know what Man. console it was released on. PC. <laughs> oh, actually, N sixty four. I think one of them came out. You were like pretty much a. An, is that bad? X Wing. I mean, uh, X Wing was Tie Fighter, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Those. This vague idea that there was something related to Phantom Menace. Or Pod Attack of the Clones. Well, they made. No, I didn't play Pod Racer. No, they made a Star Wars game. Phantom I Menace. remember a po- no. It was terrible. I remember a part where I was fighting those droids. Were, were they from Attack of the Clones? The rolling droids. They that were from around? the original episode trilogy. one. Yeah. The, no, the original. What? Sorry. What game trilogy had me give gave you the ability to fight those robots? Yeah, there was a Phantom Menace game. Story game. But you know yeah, what I'm talking game. about? Those ro- robots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That we, roll we know and, exactly what you're talking about. And that's Phantom Menace. They, yeah. they are called, that's Phantom Menace. Yes. For those of you out there, they're called Druidicas. And did you get a, get to play as like 
in the, whatever game? You, you played as different characters. You played as like Padme and Obi Wan, and and yeah. and you picked your character for each of the levels, right? Because you could beat each level with each character, but it would be a lot easier if you picked the right character. Because I remember jumping around as them cutting shit up. Yeah, you could play as a Jedi. What what mach- what console was that on? Or? It was on PC. Actually, PlayStation. Sorry, it was PlayStation. I never played it. You know, maybe I played it on PlayStation yeah. like years ago. Mm-hmm. That's the original big, PlayStation. I never game. owned one. I never owned a Star Wars game. I'm just still flabbergasted. This will be my first one. That's, <laughs> that's great. I'm very. I, I want to be here for it. This will all be good. What do you, you? You have like an expression on your face. I'm trying to talk about this new game, and we're talking about fucking <laughs> PS1 games. <laughs> um, let's stop. Continue. Go ahead. Um, I, I don't even off. remember what we were what I, we were talking I, about. We're talking about a storyline driven game. Storyline driven game. Um, <laughs> I killed. So it. <laughs> it's whatever, man. Uh, so I'm hoping on E3 we'll probably maybe see some gameplay. Yeah, hopefully. hopefully they'll show it off because it's supposed to come out this year. Um, yeah, November 19th. So uh, the, not to mention, Respawn has also said they still have like a Titanfall project in the mm-hmm. works. So they said they have that 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 coming out and. Another thing that surprises me is because of this tweet that they wrote, no microtransactions, no none of these things. It's is this EA trying to gain some like good faith back? Because from what I've seen from the Apex Legends launch and what they're doing with this game, uh, for the most part, it seems like Respawn has kind of like they're working outside like the rules mm-hmm. of EA a little bit because we've seen Visceral close down. They were working on a single-player Star Wars game with Amy Hennig, mm-hmm. the former mm-hmm. director of Uncharted. And um, now it looks like Respawn's like, well, we want to do our own thing, and EA right. is just letting us do it, which isn't very... E- it doesn't seem like this is normal yeah, EA. like counter yeah. to what EA does. They, they've ruined companies. They've ru- yeah, they have literally said, <laughs> we want you to make this kind of game, we want this monetization, yeah. and it's like killed... Well, and not only... Killed games take companies. this step further, yeah. I mean, look at Battlefield Five. Yeah, ninety five percent of the critic criticism that Battlefield Five got was because of EA. Right, like the CEO of EA was like, "Oh, if you don't like Battlefield Five, then don't, don't buy, buy it." it. Yeah, and then you know really Pikachu meme, thing. right? Mm-hmm. Like people didn't buy the game. It's like, why? Why didn't they buy that game? Right, right. Because like, Dice was told like it's a two year cycle, like make a new fucking game. Yeah, when Battlefield won another year, I would say at least another year of good good gameplay in it. Yeah, it's, really and that's a lot of the but, problem yeah. is is. I feel like well, a, lot of, money. a lot of these games come out too early. Money, yeah. so, you know? it's just money. Yeah, but again, I think again, like a dedicated single player game, like you create the storyline, mm-hmm. you fix the bugs, and then you release it. It's not like a multiplayer game which has to evolve, needs balancing, and grow. Needs yeah, all kinds of work. Like the example I always give yeah. is like the most amazing success story in multiplayer gaming in my mind is like. Um, Rainbow Six Siege. I had a, I was like, you can say Rainbow like Six. Like it started it? out as this like joke. Yeah. Like all my gamers were like, all these streamers were like, this is fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you make this? It's Dude, only multiplayer. Like, there's no th- that game. And then within like four months, there was an esports scene where people were making a million dollars a tournament. Dude, that, that and game, now it, it has thirty five million active players in the it's world. True. It's insane. Um, that game was rebooted multiple times. Yeah, before development. And or like like yeah. while it was being developed, yeah. and then after release, it was also right. reworked as well. But again, yeah. coming back to my point of like yeah, yeah. single player, you get one shot, yeah, and that's it. Like you can't, you don't patch a single player game. Got to make a good like, story. Right. You have to have the the good core there Correct. to be good. Um, honestly, I'm gonna I'm gonna wait till I see more gameplay. I want to see what the gameplay is gonna yeah. be like. I have no doubt it's gonna feel good and look good. I agree. Um, but you know, I'm gotta gotta be skeptical now. I've been burned. I've been I've been hurt before. 
I, I don't want to get hurt anymore. You heard us, EA? Yeah, I'm. I'm like. I feel like I'm in like a like a rom com movie where you know, like I'm sitting in my room, like playing the sad song, and like, will my <laughs> will my boyfriend come back? Like, you know, like will will uh, will um. He's John Cusack, sure, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. John Cusack, you know, hold the radio outside my window yeah, and right. be like, "I'm sorry, I hurt you, baby." Sorry. They, oh, they almost got a pre-order out of me because they said it was a single-player game. That's good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But then I went, then I pulled back and went, "Okay, I got to wait." I got to see. Am I am I planting the critical bug in you, Felix? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, no, I go for you. But also, like, what's oh. the difference between you you pre-ordering <laughs> it now and pre-ordering it after you see gameplay? Like you're gonna get the game on launch day. I don't want to keep you, you know, from pre-ordering and doing your thing. Yeah. But um, I'd say I want to see what the game looks like, right? Uh, see I, what I'd the like game looks, yeah. see what like. looks like first. See yeah. if there's any benefit to pre-order. Like sometimes there's sure. there's cool early access. Yep. I like early access shit. I like being able to get it a little early. I don't know about for for a story game that seems weird. For like division that makes no sense, be, but like, being right. able to play it early so that on a stream, oh, get people hyped up for it. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Okay, like because yeah. it'll be before people. Play normies, it, so. the normies, as as, the normies. as we call behind camera. Just kidding, don't do that. Yeah, the plebs. I don't, do that. I, mean, I don't think we say that, but <laughs> but yeah, like <laughs> I definitely um, think that I should probably get this if it's a story game, just so I can play through it. Yeah, it might be fun. And I'm caught up in most Star Wars lore. Cursory. Yeah. This this does seem like a whole new character set of characters and a whole new story, uh-huh. a whole yeah. new made up made up for this this game. Well, it feels a lot like uh, what and personal disclosure here i loved solo and i loved rogue one yeah and i'm gonna love Man- the mandalorian well, this, i think it's gonna be called this feels yeah, like i'm sure they, because they, it's uh, like i love that gritty star wars like galaxy at war shit this seems like a, a star wars story not like star wars mm-hmm. right like we'll probably hear obi-wan's name and we might even see him and yada yada but like it'll be a star wars story it'll be a new character that's adding to this already very rich universe Right which is story. pretty cool. Which I, do like I love. Yeah, and it takes I did place love Rogue around. One the, it takes well, place yeah. around the time of, well, well between three and four. Yeah, like right Rogue One. Right, yeah. Rogue One. It might even end with Rogue mm. One. It might even end with like, you interacting with some of the Rogue One cast. <laughs> yeah, that'd be dope. That'd be cool. Lots of things expected. Yeah, did right I tell on. you that's my favorite Star Wars movie now? The Rogue One. Yeah, the I Rogue love one. that movie. I've rewatched. It's it a good like, one. Multiple times, and I can't believe how cinematically beautiful it is. You you know how it ends, and you still want to be along for the ride. Yeah. No, but what I love about it the most is they take all of the the early aesthetic, use it, but use new things to make it better. Yeah. Mm. Right? Like, I watched... This is a huge mistake. I watched... I did it in order. One, two, three. Mm-hmm. Rogue, Rogue one, one. And then four. And I went from Rogue One to Four, and I was like, I looked at Four, and I was like, this is trash. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, like, everything was so clean, right? All the uniforms yes, are pristine, and the like, movie is just it so seem, clean. It's yeah. the, per- it's, it's like the, a hospital in right? terms of look. It's like sterile. Look, it's like the perfect looking Star Wars movie. Yeah, it's like in sterile. Look, right? Yeah, it's very, very, very cool. It's weird. I mean, look, like the second half of Rogue Rogue One is like it's like a Vietnam War movie. Like, they're in yeah. the fucking jungle blowing shit up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, there's, like, walkers and, like, bombers and, like, fucking people getting... Like, you see people getting shot and, like... You're, yeah, the main not, cast It's not, it's been, not like, very clean. Off, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it's, it's like a, Save It Private Ryan's type situation, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a good comparison. Of, yeah. of the Star Wars universe. So there's no... I, I agree with that. There's and no that, Tom Hanks no blowing Tom Hanks, up a tank. No Matt Damon. But that's that's kind of one of Matt my... 
<laughs> Obligatory, that one. Yeah, yeah. It's that. I think it's my favorite one yeah. at this point. Anyway, I'm really excited for Fallen Order. Yeah, absolutely. Looking forward and to we, it. And we do have a lot to look forward to. How about we wrap this up, guys? Yeah, let's you do it. get out of here and watch some Game of Thrones? Oh, yeah, definitely. Hell yeah. Got to pick some yeah. chips, too. Well, I've been Neo Ayoshi, and you've been listening to Emergent Gamer 207, brought to you by the OG Podcast Network. You can find me at Twitter at Neo underscore Ayoshi and at Twitch at Neo Ayoshi. Felix. Uh, yeah, and this is Felix Hergood, uh, twitch.tv forward slash Felix Hergood, mixer.com forward slash Felix Hergood. I do a Mitch chat. It's Mixer and Twitch together. Right now I'm playing Borderlands 2, Division 2, and Assassin's Creed. I'm trying to f- f- finish. Ass- <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get there. Creed, uh, uh, trying to finish Assassin's Creed Od- Odyssey because it's like fucking so big. So beefy. Yeah. It's not a 500 hour game, but right now it's 230 hours. Woo-wee. Jeez. All right. Bruce? Bruce uh, Grimm. Thank yeah, you for joining us. Out. Thank you very yeah. much for having me again. No news here. I don't do Twitter. I don't do Mixer. Don't find me. As I they don't say. do Twitch. Yeah, you don't do, find me. Uh, you you will not find me. <laughs> yeah. um, you, you, they can find you. I'm sure they it's can. hashtag yeah. Bruce Grimm, but you're hashtag sharing Bruce that Grimm. right now with some random like Asian <laughs> cinematic thing. Yeah, something like that. But It's anyway. called Bruce Grimm. Yeah. It's weird. If you do want to play with me, though, online, uh, Grim Reaper 0112. That's my gamer On tag. On Xbox. On PS4. On PS4. PS4 okay, you're a PS4 and, player. Uh, um, well, if you play World of Tanks, which I don't think anybody does, except oh, yeah. for me anymore. But That's what we talked about last I'm time. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, yeah. That's All right. It. We'll see you next week. Talk Thanks, to you guys. guys soon. Peace. Bye. Dude, yeah. when you go to the I'm Sergio, like, um, fucking Yelp page, every single, almost every picture is me. Because every time I leave, really? I, take a, I take a picture and post it right on fucking Yelp. And what's That's hilarious fantastic. is on the actual <laughs> Yelp page for I'm Sergio, the top picture, the Yelp, the main Yelp picture is me. That's fantastic. Are you looking dude, it up? At some yeah. point, at some point <laughs> yeah. people are going to ask Sergio who the fuck dude is who's <laughs> repping his Is brand. he like your model? Is he your inspiration? Who's this guy? Who keeps, who's this so pretty? Who's, He's on like a hundred. Just I'm type, I'm Sergio. I'm Sergio. Go to their main page. Anyone can do it worldwide. Sergio. Maybe. Vibe Hair Studio. No, it's on. It's on. There it is. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> every single one. Not every one. But, oh. Three out of four. Oh, four out it. of five. Five out of six. Six <laughs> out of seven. Seven out of eight. Eight out of nine. Her good. Two for. Oh my God. That's-